In a world empowered by next generation technologies, the links between systems have become more important than ever. Welcome to The Critical Connection, a limited series podcast where we will talk to some of the most knowledgeable people in the industry in an effort to take a closer look at these vital conduits of power and data. This podcast series is a joint production of Avnet, a leading electronics component distributor, and Amphenol, a leading manufacturer of interconnect solutions, along with electronicdesign.com, your source for electronic design and engineering know-how. Hi, I'm Alex Paul, Editor-at-Large for Electronic Design, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of The Critical Connection. Today, we're going to talk about advanced intelligent lighting systems and how critical the connection technology is for them with Greg McDonald, Distribution Manager for Amphenol, and Jim Krebeling, Lumineer for Avnet. Hi, gents. Welcome to the show. Let's start with you, Jim. You have such an interesting title. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and it? Hello, I'm Jim Krebling. I'm basically an Illuminaire. And Illuminaire is a lighting engineer. It's a practical combination of business development, engineering, and customer support. And as part of Avnet's ecosystem, I help customers throughout the product lifecycle uh, tackle technical comparisons, new, new devices, and prevent problems in optoelectronic systems. That's an actually quite impressive uh, title. But then again, uh, optoelectronics is a really broad and interesting topic. Greg, how does uh, that all tie in with you and uh, your role? Hey, Alex, Jim. I'm the distribution manager for the commercial industrial business unit of Amphenol Communication Solutions. I work closely with Amphenol sales and distribution sales uh, teams and professionals like Jim to promote the products from my group into the market. Uh, within the last couple of years, we've developed some lighting products uh, specifically for street and roadway applications, dimming and sensing applications, as well as some interior lighting uh, interconnects for smart lighting applications. And part of my role is to really help grow the awareness for these products uh, and, and you know, use Avnet's dedicated lighting team to really get a deep reach into the market because they, they obviously have much more access to customers that we just don't have access to. Well, that makes a lot of sense then, Greg. Now, Jim, um, let's start by talking about the uh, application spaces that are really being uh, energized, let's say, by uh, smart lighting solutions. Um, like what, what's your view on the current market situation in the spaces? So the Department of Energy indicates that there's about 5 billion luminaires in North America, and 60% of those already use light-emitting diodes. If you have installed controls, they represent about 1% of the market. So you have still about 99% to get to. So it's a very large market and a developing market uh, for smart lighting. So smart lighting is really a major driver. Greg, uh, what are your thoughts on the current market situation? Uh, yeah, without a doubt, the market lighting market's huge and it's gonna continue to grow. Uh, you know, there's, there's a number of different markets and applications out there. And I think one of the key drivers is energy savings. So th there's, there's a lot of um, energy savings that you can get from transitioning from a standard lighting system into a smart lighting system. And Amphenol, we, we got into the, the whole lighting market from an opportunity for the, the NEMA ANSI 
uh, connector. Uh, and specifically, that the standard is NEMA ANSI C136.41. And this is, if, if you go outside and you look up at a street light, you'll see a module sitting on top of the street light. And that module is part of that NEMA ANSI standard that I mentioned. So there's, it, it's comprised of a receptacle that is typically attached to the luminaire. You have a base that can have some uh, uh, PCB with some sensor integration onto it. Uh, and then you have a protective dome that goes over top. Uh, a number of different variations of this connector, but at the end of the day, uh, when, these, when these were first used, it was just typically like a photocell application. They would control the on-off uh, functionality of, of the, the luminaire. So when it got dark out, the lights would come on. But with sensor integration, you can now get a lot of energy savings by only turning the lights on when they're needed. Um, you don't necessarily have to wait till it gets dark. You can actually integrate, say, motion sensors so it detects when somebody's approaching and then turns the lights on. And then maybe even turns the lights on as you go down the road uh, and then shuts them off after a certain amount of time. So there's a lot of, a lot of energy savings you can get. Um, by integrating that, that type of uh, technology in, into the lights. So as far as, as market drivers, definitely you can see energy savings. Um, there's lots of other applications that are going in. And one thing that we're seeing in other market situation is really the, the demand is growing faster than the supply. So new manufacturers, recently new manufacturers like Amphenol into the market are, are really a, a welcomed addition because we're helping Luminaire uh, manufacturers get up and running again. You know, they don't have to wait for, you know, these extended lead times that they're seeing. We're able to get them product when they need it. Jim, you know, what are your thoughts on the uh, migration challenges when you're migrating these uh, legacy lighting systems forward into these new solutions? I'd like to first tag in on the previous uh, question. So as Greg indicated, uh, energy savings is money, money is environmental benefits. Then you add value on top of it. He's already mentioned light where you need it. So you save additional energy, but then you add value in color control, user experience, and that sensor and data information can then be uploaded and then manipulated by your IoT uh, services, which of course Avnet provides. So that's one part. And then when you go into the second question, as far as uh, possible problems, um, the interoperability of different uh, software is one common problem that people talk about. And then the correlation of uh, structural issues are all solved by having reliable connectors like Amphenol. And that's uh, mitigating water pest ingress, uh, a very difficult problem on exterior systems, running cabling and uh, having an overall solid, reliable structure. That actually really underscores the importance there. So uh, Greg, what are your thoughts on those issues of subsystem and functionality migration? Yeah, I think it's application specific. Um, if you're referring to um, say upgrading from old street lighting technology to new street lighting technology, it may be less of an issue because you're, you're replacing the entire lamp system and it's going to have new drivers. It's going to have the new connectors. Um, Jim touches on a great point though. Like these things are out in the environment. They're exposed to water pests. Um, so you have to make sure the ceiling properties are there. 
Uh, obviously, there's standards governing how these products are built and what they're, how they're supposed to operate. So that, that's key in the development of some of these products. You want to make sure you got proper sealing against the luminaire body. You want to make sure there's proper sealing between the dome and the base uh, portion of it. Because those, those OLC products for street lighting, roadway lighting, they're out in the field for 10 years. Um, I, I live in a small town. I can tell you right now, some of those have probably been out there for 50 years. Um, so that they're, they're meant to go out and they're meant to stay there for a long time and they have to be made, made properly. Um, if you're referring more to, uh, say interior lighting, that's a different story, right? With interior lighting, um, you've got the simple on off switch. You've got a dimmer switch as the next level up, but then you move into like a smart, smarter lighting system. Uh, that's either say a, a POE system, which is power over ethernet or a DALI system. Uh, DALI stands for a digital addressable lighting interface. With those, I think there's a lot more choice out there. And that's where you might have some interoperability uh, issues. But there is a new, um, uh, there is another standard, I should say. It. It's the Zaga standard. And Zaga is a consortium of manufacturers that have got together and, and said, hey, let's standardize these interconnecting products. Uh, for lighting applications, make it make it simple for the consumer going out there that is buying these products. They know they, they can connect them easily. Um, and Zaga, the way Zaga addresses these types of components, they they call them books. So you can have a Zaga book one, a Zaga book two, and they 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 take care of different um, aspects of the whole lighting architecture. Um, so the one the one. Uh, connector that that we've developed as part of the Zaga uh, standard was actually an Antfidel design. We we submitted that product and it got approved as the as the Zaga approved design. And it's called the Zaga Book Twenty uh, Antfidel. It's the Antfidel FLS series, and that connector is really meant to be used with um, uh, D4i drivers. And D4i drivers are uh, LED drivers that are meant to be used with sensor integration or capable of sensor integration. And the connector used is a very simple um, two position, you know, plug and play type of connector. So if a consumer was to go out and they wanted to, you know, implement a, um, a smart lighting system, a DALI smart lighting system, they could go out and buy Zaga certified components knowing that everything is going to plug in with one another and work properly. So that's, that's, that's one way I think the market is, is really trying to um, uh, resolve the issue of interoperability problems. Well, that's excellent point there, Greg, because you do need standardization and, uh, but then that brings along with it the need for certification and regulation Jim, uh, what are your, you know, you admit ANSI came up in the conversation earlier and some other standards have been uh, mentioned, but what are your thoughts on the uh, regulatory environment that surrounds uh, smart lighting systems that designers need to take into consideration? Whatever you're doing, you have to work with the regulations in the market. And just a couple examples. So ultra, Underwriters Laboratory, uh, you have to apply for electric, electrical safety. Um, Commission Internationale de Eclairs, or CIE, provides a standard for eye safety for light sources. Uh, 
the Federal uh, Communications Administration provides you a standard for electromagnetic interference, especially if you're using switching ballasts. And even the FAA can come in with an honorable mention for regulating lighting in airplanes. So whatever you're doing and, and whatever your application, you have a number of things to concern yourself with. And working with a standardized component like Amphenol helps you eliminate some of the stress. That wouldn't, you know, anything that goes towards reducing the stress of the design cycle and the development process is always welcome. Um, you have any further thoughts on that one, Greg? Yeah, it's um, obviously standards are there for a reason, right? We want to make sure things are, are built properly. They're built with, with um, uh, safety factors in mind. And it, it's definitely something that as a manufacturer, we have to consider. There, there's a lot of different standards that you have to make sure you, you comply with, um, whether it's UL, CSA, CE, or CB scheme. Um, these are all very important and you want to make sure you adhere to all of them. Uh, as I mentioned before, the, these products are out in the field for a long time. You want to make sure that they're, they're made with the right material, made with the right, you know, right standards in mind. So you avoid any kind of, any kind of issues, uh, down the road, whether it's a field failure or, you know, something that is, that is more dangerous. You have to take a lot of things into consideration at every level. I mean, right beyond the performance of the connector itself, it's got to take the environment around it into consideration. But then that's why you find a good development partner, right, Jim? <laughs> you know, um, what were some of the considerations, Greg, when you that got you in, involved with uh, Avnet in this initiative? Well, as I mentioned before, Avnet has a dedicated lighting team uh, with people like Jim that have an incredible amount of knowledge and experience. Uh, having like people like Jim as a resource uh, is a great advantage for both the customer and manufacturer standpoint. Um, Avnet has a has a deep reach into the global lighting market, you know, enabling Avnet to make contact with customers we just don't have access to. And also, I mean, as I mentioned before, the demand is growing faster than the supply. And although Amphenol is not experiencing any production delays, you can't beat the benefits of uh, the service you get from a supply chain partner like Avnet. Excellent points to make. you have any follow-up on that, Jim? I think Amphenol is an excellent partner for Avnet. A recent presentation delivered by Amphenol to our account managers turned over a particular uh, lighting application in our Montreal office. One of our account managers forwarded that information over to his client. They were immediately interested, turned back for additional data from Amphenol. Within three hours, Avnet and Amphenol combined uh, resources and booked the order within three hours. Impressive. Well, gentlemen, this has been a great discussion, and we really appreciate your participation in this episode. Thank you very much. Thank you. Glad to be here. And we'd like to thank all of you in the audience for taking the time to listen. We really appreciate that too. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Critical Connection, a limited series podcast exploring the links that tie together the world of next generation technologies. This series is a joint production of Avnet, a leading electronics component distributor, and Amphenol, a leading manufacturer of interconnect solutions, along with electronicdesign.com, your source for electronic design and engineering know-how.